0: Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through the series called Image of God. Now, do you have image of your parents? Of course you do. We all have our image uh, image of our parents because we are born into a our parents home and then we have their dnas so probably you may look like your father or your mother or even uncle and so you have their gene you have their uh, dna that's why you have the image of your parents now uh, as we are talking about image of god we can think of what kind of image we have and the 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 fact that we have the image of god that means we are god's children And God is like our Father. So we have His image. Now the question is, how can we become His children? Okay, so that's the main question we're going to deal with today. So there are three major questions I want to deal with today. The number one question is, how can we become His children? And the second question is, What kind of clothes are we going to wear as his children? Hmm, clothes? Now, let's suppose that you are born into a royal family. Then probably you'll wear like a king, a prince or a princess. Or if you are born into an African family, you will wear, you will put clothes like an African, uh, Africans, right? That really tells you who you are. The clothes really tells you who you are, right? So that's the second question. What kind of clothes are we going to wear as his child, as God's child? And the last question is, what kind of siblings will you have? Now, if you are born into a family with only, you are the only child, then you might not have any sibling, but God's family is a big family, We have family from all around the world. So what kind of siblings are you going to have as God's family as God's children? So those are the three major questions. And uh, today's text is from Galatians chapter 3 verses 26 through 28. So let's read it together. Galatians three twenty-six through 28. So in Christ to Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Amen. So the answer to the first question, how can we become children of God? The answer is in the verse 26. It says, so in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith, through faith. Yes, the answer is faith. And faith is the way that you can become a children of God. Now, let me ask a question. How many of you have a BJ membership or Costco membership? And uh, if you have a large family, if you have a lot of kids like, like me, I have four ki- four children. I got to have a membership of a big wholesale store. Why? Because I need to buy a lot of stuff. But how can you become a, let's say, BJ member? You need to pay fee annual fee annual membership fee to become or to maintain the membership right so but if you go to BJ or Costco and say, oh, I believe in you so much. You know, I love you guys. And, you know, I, I like everything what you do. I believe in you. So give me the membership. Do you think they will give you membership? No, not at all. They will laugh at you. And then they'll say, okay, I don't care. You just need, I just need your money. And then if you pay money, then we will give you membership. So that's how the worldly membership works. However, that is not how godly family god's family works it's a family it's not a membership it's a it's a it's becoming a children of god but the bible clearly says you'll become his children through faith there is no fee involved in that just because you pay like a thirty dollars a year you will become children of god no not at all even if you pay 2 billion dollars or 2 3 trillion dollars you will never become a child of god there are so many people that they are trying to earn god's favor or trying to earn heaven through their good works and through their religious works and through their achievement or accomplishment but none of them works for them because before god we are all we are not good enough we are not holy enough however whatever great love you have lived We all have sin. Even if if it's a tiny one, little sin, that sin will lead us to hell. And we don't deserve heaven because of our sin. However, God loves us so much and he allows us to become his children through what? Through faith. Now, question is, what kind of faith is it? Is it like, oh, God, I love you. I believe in you. Is that the faith? No, we need to look at the content of faith. It is the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Then who is Jesus? Jesus is God. He is the Son of God. He is the Lord of lords and King of kings. And He is perfect. He is holy and righteous. He is the wisdom and power of God. As in 1 Corinthians 1.24, and he is uh, the miracle worker. When he was on the earth, he raised the dead and he healed uh, uh, many sick people. And he provided uh, fu- the uh, um, food for 5,000 people using five bread and two fish. That shows that he meets our needs. And then he calmed the ocean. That, he, that shows that he is above the nature. He is a wonderful, working, miracle, um, powerful Lord. However, you know, although there are a lot of people who follow Jesus, but Jesus was hated by so many people as well. So he gave himself to their hands and he died on the cross. But for what? I mean, Jesus is holy and perfect, but why did he have to die on the cross? Because he loves us so much and he died on behalf of us on behalf of us? What does that mean? Now, we are sinners, right? We all have sinned and fall short of glory of God, as, as in Romans chapter 3, 23. But we, so we have to die. We deserve to die on the cross. However, God loves us so much. He demonstrated His own love toward us, as we can see in Romans 5, 8. And then he sent his son to die in our place, die instead of us, on behalf of us. So the sinless God, the perfect God, died on the cross, taking our sins on him. And that is why he shed his blood on it, on the cross. And when God sees the blood on the cross, God forgives our sins. Now, but that's just that Jesus amazingly rose from the dead in three days, and he will come back to us to judge the world. So, what does what do we need to believe? We need to believe this truth that Jesus died for our sins and he rose from the dead. When you acknowledge that you are a sinner and then when you believe that Jesus died for your sin and he rose from the dead and when you confess that Jesus is your Lord and Savior with your mouth from your heart, then you become his children. So this is what it means to become his children through faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, not by paying the monthly fee or not doing some good works, but by believing that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. That is how you become children of God. Now, the second question, what kind of clothes do we wear as his children? So let's look at verse 27. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Hmm, what does this mean? You are baptized into Christ. You know, baptism, according to Romans chapter 6 verse 4, you know, it is to die with Jesus. It is rise with Jesus. When you go into the water, you know, you are really symboli- it is symbolizing that you died with Jesus. And then when you are going up from the water, that means as Jesus resurrected from the dead, you are showing to everyone that you are risen from the dead. So that is really the baptism and what baptism symbolizes. But here, you're baptized into what? Into Christ, and you have clothed with Christ. Now, this is so significant, the truth. We are clothed with Jesus Christ. Clothed with Jesus, that means that Jesus is our cloth. Now, as I mentioned earlier, The clothes, what you wear, what you put on, really shows who you are. But also, it really shows who you love, who you care about. You know, if you wear a dirty cloth, that means you live in a dirty neighborhood or a dirty place. You're, you're. If you're wearing a very expensive cloth, that means your family might have some money, so that's why uh, you could afford to uh, buy the cloth. So by what kind of wearing, what kind of clothes you're wearing, that really shows who you are, what kind of status you have, and what kind of family background you might have, right? But also. When you wear a sp- special cloth that you will never get away, uh, never get rid of it, then you are uh, specially identifying with that cloth. Uh, for example, you know I have a one of my son. One of my sons love sports. Uh, he he loves soccer. And then in two thousand two, uh, in a Korean, the War, World Cup soccer team won the fourth fourth of the place in the world cup soccer and that was a phenomenal it was a historical moment and almost everyone at the time in korea was wearing a red t-shirts and that red t-shirts is the korean soccer team t-shirts and uh, my son also got the uh, the red t-shirts and then he kept it but I'm not really sure if he still keeps it, but it became his one of his special t-shirts. So whenever he goes to a special place, uh, he wore that t-shirt. Well, it doesn't fit him anymore, but he still keeps it. Why? Because it is so special to him. So some of you probably, uh, if you are already we- uh, married, um, probably you are still keeping your wedding dress, or you're still keeping your the uh, traditional costume from your own country. Uh, no matter how old it is, maybe it may be um, smelly and uh, maybe you don't want to wear it because it may be embarrassing. However, you still keep it. Why? Because it is so important to you. It is. It has a memory and it has all the touches from your uh, loved ones. So you cannot get rid of that. That's a special cloth to you. So when it comes to cloth, it tells you who you are. And then also it tells who you love. When you are clothed with Christ Jesus, that means it is who you are. You are Christian, right? Right. That what was what, what is the what does creature Christ, means? It means people who died and rose with Christ Jesus. But also, when you wearing Jesus Christ as your cloth, that means you love Him, right? Just like you have a cloth that you uh, keep it all the time, no matter how old it is, you. Keep with Christ Jesus because you love him. He loves you for sure, but you also love him. So cloth means so much here that you are clothed with Christ Jesus. He is so special to you. And then you are telling everyone that you are a Christian. So that is the public declaration until you wear that cloth. The people would not recognize you, whether you are a Christian or not. You know, I'm, I'm an Asian, so if I go out on the street, and if I'm with a bunch of Asians and people outside may say, oh, okay, uh, you're all Asians, right? But if I wear Korean traditional costume and the people say, oh, you are Korean, or yeah, you're not just an Asian, you're a Korean. Do you know what I'm saying? That when you wear the cloth, you are publicly declaring that who, about who you are and who you love and who you follow. When you, when you uh, clothe yourself with Christ Jesus, then you are publicly declaring to everyone in the world that you are saying that I am a Christian and I love Jesus Christ. So that is what the children of God wear. We all wear the cloth, the same t shirt which is Christ Jesus. And that leads to the, Third point, which is, who are your siblings? Now, as I said, God's family is a big family. It's not just a family in from Israel. It's not just a family in the United States, but it's a family of whole around the world. So the siblings, by what kind of sibling do you have? You have a bunch of siblings. You now, siblings from all around the world and all time, the history. Now, in the the scripture, let's look at the verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, there are so many children of God, but among them, there are Jew, among them Gentile, among them are slave, free, or male and female. There are all kinds of people there, but look at this, Jew and Gentile, there are such a Big distinction, separation between Jew and Gentile. You know, rank-wise and sociology, sociologically, even philosophically, you know, they were so different. They were almost like an enemies. Especially Jewish people despised Gentiles. They did not even associate with. What about slave and free? That's the socioeconomic ranks. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's Jew or uh, Gentile. If you are a slave, if I'm a master, you have to listen to me. Vice versa, right? So there's a big distinction there. Oh, there's a male and female. Oh my goodness. This is a, right now, these days, you know, we don't really see much of a, you know, uh, differences. Of course, there are still. However, back in those days, 2000 years ago, it was horrible, right? The female were not really respected and were not really regarded. So there is definitely a gender uh, discrimination there. However, this is so revolutionary. In Christ Jesus, they are all one. You know, Jew and Gentile, slave and free, or male and female. These are the most distinctive, uh, distinctively separated groups, but they're all one in Christ Jesus. Because why? Because they're all children of God. Now, if you're all in one family, okay, now you are all children, okay, of, of one father, right? Then, you know, uh, some of them may have a different... Uh, uh, different looking a little bit and some some may be a little bit taller and some are uh, smaller and you know some are bigger and some are thinner We, we might have all kinds of things however we all have the same last name right and we all wear same clothes and we that really shows that we are all same family You know, imagine that family vacation, you go on a family trip and uh, you have a large family. So about 25 of you are going there together. Now, when you are wearing the different clothes and people may not recognize you are a family, but when you are wearing the family t-shirt together, you'll be uh, photoshopped and you'll you'll be um, famous. Like, oh, look at that. There's a big family right there. Uh, in your families some are old some are younger and you know you have all kinds of different people but you are all one because you are all wearing the same cloth now we all wear the same cloth which is Christ Jesus so we that really shows us that we are all one family we're a big family we have a lots of siblings and we need to love each other now you may th- think about this if we truly Believe in this and uh, live as this, as we, uh, as I mentioned. Then there will be no 911. There will be no um, all these troubles that we see. There will be no divisions that we see in the world. Why? Because if we truly know that we are all siblings, family of God, one in Christ Jesus. Love one another. There is no need for fight. There is no need for war. There is no need for division. We all wear the same t shirts, but people wear different t shirts and they hate each other and they discur- uh, discriminate each other, There's, they uh, attack each other. So that's why we see all these problems. So, only way that we can truly see the harmony, only way that we can see the true unity is to come to Jesus Christ and be united in Christ Jesus as his family. Now we still have people who do not know Christ yet. So this is why we need to go out and share the gospel. We need to invite people into Christ Jesus so that they will also believe in the Lord so they become a children of God through faith and they will also wear clothes, the same clothes which is Jesus Christ and then we'll all become one in Christ Jesus so we can live in a perfect harmony so that we will not, we don't have to engage with fight or uh, division anymore, but we'll love one another as Christ Jesus has commanded us to do. So let's remember these three important truths, that we become children of God through faith in Christ Jesus, and we all wear clothes with Christ, and we are all one in Christ Jesus. And this is how the image of God works in our life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you for your wonderful love for us. Father, you provided every way that we can be united in you. So Father, please help us and guide us to know you more and then to believe in you. I pray, also pray that uh, there'll be more people would come to know you and they'll become your children through faith in you. And then they'll wear clothes, the same clothes that I wear right now, which is uh, Christ Jesus, so that they'll also become our siblings. They'll also become your children so that we can all glorify your name. We can love one another for your name, Lord. Father, we do thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' holy name I prayed. amen.